Agape Church and friends, welcome in to the Building Up Podcast, episode number 105. I'm David. As always, thank you guys for being with us on this episode of the podcast. We are covering Proverbs chapter 23, at least some of the Proverbs or principles that we see in that chapter. And we've been walking through, of course, all of the wise sayings, um, the chapters 10 through 31 in the book of Proverbs. And so hopefully you've been following along or you would consider going back and listening to some of the previous podcast episodes and using this as a guide and as a help for your own study and your own reading in these chapters of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom as God has ordained these wise sayings from Proverbs to be a help to us to pursue and to gain wisdom. Now, chapter 23 in Proverbs is um, actually even going back a little bit into chapter 22. It's It's a section of Proverbs where Solomon presents what is called the words of the wise, and he introduces 30 sayings that he has collected from the wise. Now, there's a, there's a few things that we're, we're not exactly sure about this, and if you're following along in the chapters, you can go to chapter 22, verse 17. That's where he, he does the introduction to these 30 sayings of the wise, and they really start in... Um, after his introduction, they start in chapter 22, verse 22, and they go through chapter 24, verse 22. And so there are 30 sayings here of the wise, and, and we don't really know who the, the wise people are that he's talking about, that he's collected these particular 30 sayings from, because obviously these are mixed in with all of these these wise sayings that he has collected or that he himself has written. But these are particularly 30 wise sayings that he is highlighting. And and so, you know, some people believe that these are, these 30 sayings came from scholars, uh, people of wisdom who compiled these sayings under Solomon's direction. Others believe that Solomon himself collected them from um, scholars and, and people that he knew and then adapted them uh, for this book of Proverbs. But what we know from uh, what his introduction is, if you look in chapter 22, verse 17, is this is what Solomon says we should do with these 30 wise sayings that cover part of chapter 22, all of chapter 23, and then some of chapter 24. And it ultimately is what we should do with all of the book of Proverbs. He says, incline your ear and hear the words of the wise. So that's the first step is to hear with your ear. So give yourself the ability to listen to these wise sayings. You read them. That is one way you speak them out loud is is another way. Um, you hear someone teaching them. That's another way. Um, those things where you take in that knowledge and that wise saying. Then he says, apply your heart to my knowledge. So not just hear them, but seek to apply these wise sayings to how you think and let them work themselves into your behavior by being obedient to them. And then he says, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready on your lips. So then you speak them back out yourself. You speak them to yourself. You speak them to others. You speak them into situations 
that you find yourself in, okay, here's what I'm going to do and here's why I'm doing it. This is what Proverbs says. Or you may speak them into situations to help others. You give them counsel. I've done that a lot as we've been walking through this series of Proverbs as a church. I have found myself in counseling or conversations with people in our church saying, well, you know, one of the things we've been reading in Proverbs is this. It's very helpful. So hear them, apply them, speak them. And then in verse 19, Solomon says, all of this happens that your trust may be in the Lord. So as we listen to wisdom, as we apply it to our heart, as we speak it with our lips, all of that is leading us to more trust of the Lord, more fear of the Lord in our lives. And that that's how Solomon introduces this particular sect section, and then he gives these 30 wise sayings that he has collected uh, in, in Proverbs. So in chapter 23, um, we're just going to look at some of these wise sayings rather than put them all into themes. Um, I, for this chapter, I actually went down and just numbered each one of the sayings because they're not just one verse. Many of them span two, three, even four verses the entire wise saying. And uh, in chapter 23 of these 30 wise sayings of Solomon, I believe that we see wise sayings number six through number 18 in chapter 23. So we're just going to look at a few of them together. So let's start with verses four and five in chapter 23. This is wise saying of the 30 wise sayings. This is the seventh one. And it says, do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. When your eyes light on it, talking about wealth, it is gone. For suddenly it sprouts wings, flying like an eagle toward heaven. So in this particular wise saying of the 30 that, that Solomon is separating out and pointing us to here, this is really a, a warning to those who would be what we would call today a workaholic. Someone who is working and working and working to acquire wealth. And that wealth could be their dreams, right? So it might be money, it might be a car, it might be a house, it might be uh, a particular career. But but this is a person who is working and toiling to acquire wealth. And And the wise saying is this, be discerning enough to know when to desist, when to stop working. Now, this is not, of course, telling us to, when it says to stop working, or, or when I put it that way, it doesn't mean to become a, a, a lazy person or apathetic person who doesn't work, because we know from what we've seen throughout Proverbs, that is not held up as a person of wisdom. But I think the way that that it is, uh, what it is pointing, to, pointing us to is know when you have enough. Know when you need to just be content with what you have and enjoy your life. And enjoy your family if God has graced you with one. Enjoy your children. Enjoy your wife. Enjoy rest that you need to know when at the end of your day, it is time for you to just call it a day. Maybe not work those extra two hours, or those extra three hours, or don't work that Saturday. Like There is a place where we need to be discerning. And the wise saying goes on to say that, that even if you can acquire wealth, even if you get the things that you're working so hard for, it'll be gone in a moment. It'll be like it sprouts wings and it flies toward heaven and you won't know where it went. 
We are people of limited time, limited energy, limited amount of years that we're given. And there is certainly wisdom in being a person of diligence and working hard. But there is also a need for us to have the wisdom to know when to be content, when to stop our working day, when to not go overboard and enjoy our God Enjoy our wives, our husbands, our children, our family, our parents. Enjoy the gifts of the Lord. It is a wise person who is able to discern those things. And that is is part of what Solomon is telling us through these wise sayings. Let's look at wise saying number nine, which is found in verse nine. Okay, so again, I'm numbering these dating back to uh, chapter 22, so I've just numbered in my Bible all 30 of these from chapter 22 through chapter 24. This is the ninth of these 30 wise sayings. Verse 9, do not speak in the hearing of a fool, for he will despise the good sense of your words. Okay, so this is um, this is a proverb that is telling us, you know what, there, there are times where you just need to realize that the person that you're speaking to or that you're going to speak to, they are in such a place of foolishness in their heart that they're not going to receive anything that you are saying to them. And so sometimes you just have to know that. You just have to be aware, lest you find yourself arguing over and over and over again with the same person who really just isn't receiving what you're trying to tell them. Um, I remember somebody telling me one time years and years ago in ministry, and and I never really knew what I thought of what they said, but they it was kind of a warning they were giving me as a young pastor, and they said, you know, you have to be careful that some, pe- some people can be like black holes. And, and what they went on to say is that there are some people who they'll just pull from you and pull from you and pull from you, but they never learn. They, they never really get better. And, and I never really knew what I thought about that because there was, there was a way in which they presented it to me that it sounded kind of like um, there's a time just to give up on somebody. And, and, I, and I just don't think that's the case. I, I, I really feel like in the grace of God, we should never give up on anyone. But I have realized in pastoral ministry that there are times where counseling can only go so far. Uh, trying to help someone through words and actions can only go so far. And there's a time where you just know the only thing that's going to help in this situation is the Lord. And, and, and there's, a, there's a sense in which you have to turn that person in that situation over to God. And you're not giving up on them, but you realize that simply arguing with them or for them Simply pouring into their lives is really not changing or doing anything and and that they need the Lord. And so rather than investing tremendous amounts of time over and over again trying to speak to them, the energy and time might be better spent praying that God will release them from their stubbornness, from their foolishness. Now, it takes wisdom to know when you've reached that point with someone. It takes wisdom to know when um, when to speak, when to be silent. But the great news is the God of wisdom will tell us that. The God of wisdom will help us in knowing those things if we will ask him.
Let's look at another one. Uh, wise saying number 17 of these 30 wise sayings comes from verses 26 through 28 in chapter 23. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. For a prostitute is a deep pit, an adulteress is a narrow well. She lies in wait like a robber and increases the traitors among mankind. Now here, the sin that is being warned against, the father warning his son against, is sexual immorality. And I think we should receive that warning well. At the same time, I think we also know that in Proverbs, lady folly represents foolishness of all kinds. And so, yes, here we're being warned against sexual immorality, but I also think we can take this warning for any type of foolishness. And what the father is warning his son about is this, that sexual immorality and related foolishness is a deep pit. A deep pit is, when you fall into it, it's a trap that you cannot escape from it on your own. There's not a way for you to get out of that place that you have fallen into. And the father goes on to tell the son, she is also like someone who lies in wait. She's a robber. So sexual immorality, this type of personal sin and foolishness, robs from a person who engages in it. And the father goes on to say, she increases the traitors among mankind. In other words, as more and more people fall into sexual immorality and foolishness, it has this overall impact on society because it increases the number of foolish people, traitors, um, people who are engaged in sin. It increases in the society, and that impacts all of us. So obviously here there's a warning for any of us who are tempted into sexual immorality or in lives of foolishness that we may very well find ourselves trapped, unable to escape, without help and deliverance, and being robbed from, being stolen from, having our time and our very peace of life robbed from us. Many times when it comes to sexual immorality or sins of that nature, we think this is a personal sin. This will not have any effect on anyone. It doesn't hurt anyone except for me. No one else will even know about it. But this wise saying in this proverb in chapter 23 is telling us that is not correct. Not only will it impact all of society, but even if the cumulative effect of all of these personal sins impacts society, when we know that, then we certainly should know that it will hurt those closest to us, right? Because if the cumulative effect of people that are trapped in sexual immorality and other types of personal foolishness has this big picture impact on all of society, then certainly it is going to impact and hurt those who are close to us. There is no such thing as victimless sins. When we fall into a trap, when we are robbed from, when we engage in these types of things, it will impact those around us. It will hurt them. And just remember that when the Bible talks about that trap that you can't escape from, remember, this points us to Jesus. You can't escape on your own. But you can't escape by the gospel. If you cry out to Christ and you listen to Jesus 
You pursue him through his through faith, through his word, through prayer, through his people in community. He is able to set you free from your captivity. I hope this has been helpful to you today. We looked at just a couple of these wise sayings in uh, chapter 23, but I hope this is a help um, on your journey of pursuing wisdom. If I can help you with anything or answer any questions, please contact me. If you don't have my contact info, use the email address on the outro of the podcast. I would love to hear from you, church. Until next time, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. I can hear the sound